What's up, good folk of the 28-day self-love challenge? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day 17, and we ishies are getting into building a safe environment and how that is relevant to your self-love, and not just relevant, but crucial for your self-love journey. Quick disclaimer, because you know I'm all about fucking disclaimers for some reason. For some reason, it's because my people pleaser. Hi, <laughs> but whatever. Quick disclaimer I am very, 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 very well aware that this isn't always feasible, that you might not always be able to remove yourself from a toxic environment. Sometimes we are involved with toxic families, toxic living environments. You don't have it in the finances to move out or to move away, something like that. So not only do I want to give you guys some advice on why you need to have a healthy, safe environment in order to build your self-love, but ways that you might be able to do that if it's not always in the cards for you. First and foremost, the reason why it is so important to put yourself in a safe environment when you are trying to improve your self-love is because it's going to be really fucking hard to feel good and improve your energy and improve your mindset if you have people or situations that are continuously taking your energy. Even if they aren't attacking you directly, just their negative energy alone can be so draining. And if you're anything like me, you take that shit on as your own. And it's really fucking hard to focus on your own self and improving who you are if you're always having your energy drained by the toxic or negativity that is in your life. I am very much an empath. I'm very, very, very almost unhealthily empathetic. I've been that way my entire life. I'm a sensitive soul. It literally took me so long to be able to even admit that just because to me that makes me sound weak. It makes me sound like I can't handle tough situations. Now that I have been through tough situations, I've learned that just because I'm sensitive doesn't mean that I'm not strong. But it still irritates the fucking crap out of me that I take on so much of what others feel. And I actually have to make a conscious effort to not only recognize when it's happening, but to stop it from happening. What I do is as soon as somebody else's energy is even a little bit off, if somebody says something, if somebody feels a certain way, I allow that to totally take over my soul. I allow their energy to come on to me and dictate the way that my energy is going to be. That's not something that you can completely get rid of by building a safe environment. Of course, you need to mitigate the relationships in your life that might be negatively impactful on you, but people are going to be in bad moods. Things are going to happen. You might piss somebody off. Somebody might be going through something. And it doesn't mean that you have to like throw all of your friends and family away because you're like, you're not fucking with my energy. I have actually learned that is what I do. And I'm trying to be better about it because it doesn't make me a very good friend. When my friends are going through something or even when I've been in relationships, I've decided that that person isn't the right person for me because I can't take on all of their negativity. It's just too much for me because I'm 
or I already have my own and I'm allowing their entire negativity. Like I'm basically taking two people's negativity on at one time and it's way too much for me if they have way too much of it. So obviously that's a good thing and it's a good thing that I'm aware of and it's a good thing that I don't want to hold on to. But I don't want to not be there for my friends and I don't want to not have friends because everybody goes through shit. So how do you find that balance and how do you create a safe environment for yourself to grow and to improve your self-love? I'm going to talk about it like we're a fucking flower, all right? Because flowers grow and flowers are beautiful just like me and you. So (laughs) thinking about a flower, what does a flower need to grow? Soil. Okay, so you need those basic foundations. You need to know the people's morals, their beliefs, where they came from, where they want to go. We're going for growth. You need to have people in your life, in your soil, that are going to reflect what you want to become and are going to allow you the space to grow without taking your energy away from you. Again, obviously people are going to do things that upset you, but how much are you going to allow that to happen? If it happens over and over and over and over again, you know, the flower might survive if you step on it once, twice, three times, but if it keeps getting fucking stepped on and uprooted and fucked with, it's not going to go back to normal. You need good people and good situations in your life to keep your soil rich. A flower also needs water, right? You need things that are going to come into your life and lift you up and make you feel good. What else does a flower need? Water. You need constant hydration. You need things that are going to fill you up, that are going to lift you up and not dehydrate you, not pull the, the energy out of you that aren't going to cause you to have to give and give and give and never get anything in return. And a flower also needs sunlight. You need warmth and happiness and joy. Enjoy each day to its fullest because that will allow you to feel that you are navigating your life in some sort of direction that makes you feel good. If you're living your life with a person that's just causing you to go in circles and circles and circles and circles and circles and you're trapped in this like cycle of negativity, you have to find the strength in you to get out of that situation. You have to find a way to problem solve and to make that work. It might not happen overnight. It probably won't happen overnight. You are not going to just magically wake up and be ready for things one day. And I think that a lot of the time people expect us to just wake up and be ready to make these major life changes and it's just not the reality of it you have to allow yourself the time to be ready and that always happens for you think about any time you've ever done anything major in your life when you've decided to date a person when you've decided to break up with a person when you decide to go to school or you decide to quit school or you decide to move away you decide to do whatever you have this moment of clarity this moment of I'm ready to do this and I'm gonna make this decision and until that happens you're not ready I don't think we realize how big of a role your environment plays in your ability to love yourself I don't think we realize how big of a role that having a safe environment plays in your ability to love yourself of course you can do the practices and try to figure out how to love yourself to the best of your ability in these situations, but it's not going to be the highest potential of your capability if you're constantly being dragged down and having your energy drained from you. It's hard to focus on loving yourself when there's something super big in the corner that you're constantly fixated on and worrying about. Self-love takes focus and it takes energy and it takes conscious effort to make 
choices every day that are going to help you love yourself. And if you have an environment that is making you feel like shit constantly, it's going to be really, really hard to overcome those things. It's not impossible and you can make strides in the right direction. But again, it's not going to be to your fullest capability if there's something constantly dragging you down. Now, like I said, I understand that it's not always feasible. So one of the ways that you can try to improve your environment, you need to find a space for yourself to get away. Create an area that you will not allow the negativity of the rest of the world to fuck with you. Let that be your bedroom. Let that be a, you, a certain spot that you like to go walk. You're not going to bring your phone. You're, not, you're going to do your best to not bring your worries with you. You're not going to bring your phone. You're not going to bring anybody that drains you you're going to just go and enjoy that time and if you honestly trying to make it a, a regular habit that you take at least a half an hour of your day to just sit in this safe space that you know you can be yourself in and you can enjoy in and you don't have to worry in it will make a little bit of a difference because you'll be having that intentional time to focus on yourself and to think about that this is a way that you are showing yourself love then when you go back to those toxic situations, you'll have a little bit more practice in your self-love and handling those situations better compared to always living in the toxicity and the in the shitty environment and not ever putting intention into your self-love and then still trying to make it work. It's overwhelming and it's a lot. Another thing that you can try, like I was talking about, you'd never make moves until you're ready, but try to take baby steps. Try to think in the direction of what you would need to do in order to come up with a safer environment. What do you need to do to prepare yourself a little bit more? Maybe you need to start saving money so that you can move out. Maybe you need to cut contact off little bit by little bit by little bit with a person that drains you. Maybe you need to start separating your life from a person that you've spent so much time with. Find other things that will bring you joy, that will make your life full so that when you're ready to cut that person off, it won't feel like you have absolutely nothing and no life. Creating a safe environment for yourself is so fucking hard and I don't want to make it seem like it's a simple task. It's a hard task, but loving yourself is a hard task and it's a part of loving yourself. It's a crucial piece of what you need to do in order to make sure that you are safe and you are giving yourself the best opportunity to love yourself to your absolute fullest. I also feel that something that you can do is communicate this to the people in your life. Obviously, they're probably not going to take it well if you let them know that they aren't a safe environment for you, but they might be more receptive to you saying that you just need to focus on yourself. You need to spend a little bit more time with yourself. I'm so sorry. I want to be there for you, but I really just can't take this on right now. I have a lot going on in my own mind. This is something that helped me when I went through that situation. Maybe you can try it, but I'm so sorry. I can't be there for you further. Putting it back on yourself and saying that it's all about what you want to focus on and it has nothing to do with how much you care for that person, but it's just something that is important to you. And they might respect that, they might not, depending on the toxicity level that they bring. But it's crucial for you in order to grow and in order for you to love yourself to the fullest because if you 
can do that if you find the courage to do that it's going to feel so fucking good that you were able to create that boundary and that you were able to create a safer space for your self-love to grow i'm not gonna lie to you guys i looked up what tomorrow's topic was gonna be on and i don't fucking remember and my phone died while i was recording this so it's a surprise tune in tomorrow (laughs) for a really really impactful episode (laughs) i just don't remember what that episode is tune in for that tonight at midnight You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast, both on Instagram. And you can also follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I also want to tell you guys I have merch up. Check that out. It's on the website if you guys want to rep your new and improved self-love, mental health, and ability to quit and to fail and to feel good about it and to progress and not worry about perfection. Get your ass to the website. Get yourself a fucking hoodie or a t-shirt. I'm so excited about them. I will talk to you ishes tomorrow. Bye, guys. (laughs)